We back again. Part two on Scene Uncut. I got my boy Rich. Yeah. Rich Lens Productions. What's going on? What's going on? My boy came from Cali. Came to Houston. Last minute. And he hit your girl up. And he was like, hey, bro, I want to get on. I was like, what? You want to come with me? So, mm -hmm. we here now. And I'm about to tell you about the greatest videographer in Monroe, Louisiana, to California, and trying to come here. Rich. Ken, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. If your shit went shot by Rich, that shit went shot right. Oh. You gotta know that off the rip. Okay. I, I tell everybody that, all my video shoots. But what's going on, man? Houston, Texas, I'm happy to be here. For real, for real. Are you coming back? Yes, I've been waiting on connections and networking opportunities. Like, I go to Atlanta. Quite a few, New York, uh, LA, all the time, Louisiana, but I ain't just got that Houston. You know what I'm saying? Network to definitely baby, come back. Baby, you came to the right person. Talk to me at night, no? I'm quick, really the sleep. plug, baby. Anything you need, I got you. Talk to me quick, not sleep. Come mm, on. I ain't talking real slick, I'm talking real smooth, baby. Oh, we. Hello. So, look, <laughs> I've been studying you, man, uh -huh. and I don't think you really believe me until like I really tell you how much I've been studying you. Okay. I went on your YouTube channel last night and the night before and watched all your videos. All of them. All of them. And I'm talking about from the first video, your Harlem Shake video at Richwood High School. Yes, I took it there. 2015, I took it there. When you first started off, how did Rich become the man he is now, like how did it start? Uh, it started off like in high school, I would say in junior high, I always like taking pictures and videos. Um, something that we didn't have in my high school going on a lot that was going on around was um, like uh, digital yearbooks, senior slideshows and shit like that. Like my uh, my people never did that. So, uh, well my high school never did it. So I was like, man, let me just try it out. Ended up doing it. I also ended up doing my homeboys uh, highlight tape in high school, and then I was just like, I like it. But then I'm going to college, getting sold this college dream that you got to do this, do this. Got computer science, geeky, all this. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up going overseas about a couple years ago. Wow. And then uh, when I got back from, well, I was overseas, and my homeboy said, man, you might as well start recording. Khalid. <laughs> Khalid told me, look, he said, I'm going to be a rapper in a couple years, folks, so you might as well just start recording what you see out there. I said, all right, let me let me try it out. Order the camera out there in Afghanistan. We seeing all kind of fucked up shit. I can mm. never show nobody. So that. you was in the army? Yeah, yeah, still in, still in. Wow, yeah. Man. So got done. Got back from home from overseas. Uh, got a call out of nowhere. You wanna come to film school? I said, film school in Los Angeles. I went out there, came back, said, fuck it. Um, it is. Let's what go. It is. What it took me into Benzo and we ain't look back. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. I was just like, and I noticed in most of your videos, you have like little moments and little clips where you let the rapper do their freestyle, or if you're doing a little film, because I seen the little Don't Cost a Thing one, the remake of that. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh man. Okay. So he's yeah. really trying to get people out there acting wise and artist wise. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Let us know how did like how did you come about that? What made you want to do both? Um, I think there's like a there's like a fine line. Mm -hmm. and you feel me? I want to be like water, as Bruce Lee would say. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to adapt to anything and never have no barriers when it comes to my business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just got I literally before I came in here got booked for a wedding. 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? We doing weddings, we doing photo shoots, we doing productions, movies, videos, we doing it all. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to bounce around and do everything. I just do it if the opportunity comes to me and I blossom what I got going in front of me. I just keep the water. So what's the reason why you do your um, your bloopers or your freestyle moments for the people? Is that your signature for Richlands or is it for you to see like, so, so they can show their personal side? Funniest thing ever, growing up, I feel like that was in back in music videos and stuff a lot, especially 106 and Park. Like, I felt it more when, when I can hear the artist singing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just feel it more. So I feel like when I incorporate that in my videos and stuff, I feel like whoever watching it and whoever singing to it, you're going to sing to that part where ain't no beat and it's that person singing because mm-hmm. you feel more connected to them. So. Okay, okay. And then, like, I've seen that you worked with the same three dudes that you first started off with, which is Gusto Mike, Chris Kylie, and Rich Wood Ray. Yeah. So... If you don't mind explaining, how did it come all about with each one of them, if you don't mind? Yeah. Uh, funny thing ever, I uh, I graduated high school with Gusto and Rayface. We all went to high school together. Khalid mm-hmm. graduated like two years after. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody always knew Gusto was talented and stuff. And then when I got back, he was like, yeah, folks, you shoot videos now? This when I got back from Afghanistan. He was like, man, we locked in forever. And ever since then, they ain't shot with nobody else. Mm-hmm. And that's how really all three of them been, except for Rayface, especially Khalid and Gusto, they don't shoot with nobody with Rich Lens. Wow, okay. So what about um, Rich Wood, right? Uh, <laughs> he be doing his thing, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? He one of them, you got to show, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? He go shop around and do this and do that and then come back and see what's really going on that I was looking out for him the whole time. Right. And it's, a lot of artists go through the same thing, but mm-hmm. but those are the three artists that really just give me free will. Let me do what I want to do and let me show you, you know what I'm saying, what my work is like and not just go off of what you think. Now, are you picky with who you work with, or are you open? Because I'm the type of person where I don't judge a book by its cover, and I'm going to just go out there and, like, for instance, with this podcast, I'm going to go out there and ask. If you say no, it's cool. But if you want to request, I feel some type of way about my podcast. I want you to be a certain way and, you know, have certain standards. That's what it is, standards. About an hour ago. Um, I had to turn this artist down from out the city. He just wanted me to come shoot with him when I come home on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I told him when he sent it to me, it just wasn't a feel. Like, you got a fall-type, love song-type vibe, and the only person in the spring that can do that is Drake. Like, he's the only person in the industry. You can't be dropping slow songs like this. Like, it's corona. I mean, corona over. People trying to get out and party. Don't nobody want to be in, cooped up, <laughs> watching right. a notebook. You hear me? Right. So I respect respectfully decline what he had going, but you know what I'm saying? I told him I'm always the working. If you got some hype for me, bring it to me. That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to push him right. I ain't trying to do that and then my name's on the image and we look at like a thousand views. Come on now. Right. I got I'm I'm on a roll right now. As yeah, you can see. Exactly. I'm rolling, so I can't slow down. Man, slow and down. then like do you do you think it's hard as a videographer to like get put on? Or like people to know you get your clientele up? It is, because it's, it's perception, and it's, you know what I'm saying, who you know. Like, they will, honestly, like, no 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 bullshit. If Jay-Z say you live, somebody will come and pay you $10,000 not seeing that one piece of work you did. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying, that's what it's really about, and perception is key. So, rather than me pull up to your video shoot with a camera and be like, whoop, whoop, I got him, I got him, I got him, I got extra camera, I got this, all I'm doing is pointing fingers. You're going to feel so important. So how did you build your team? Because you got your boy right here in the back, and yeah. then you got your other partner on the side. Yeah, shout out my girl Jules, man. She and uh, Callie, she didn't get to come. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, fam- it's a family thing. So 
I learned before I went to film school how to do what I do, and then I learned in film school. So now I know how to do it, like actually non-technical and technical-wise. So I just take what I learned, I try to teach it to my people and the people like my dog C.D. and all those, you know what I'm saying, that didn't get to go to film school. You ain't got to make bread to go to film school. I honestly only go to film school because it's paying my rent. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then, like, I seen, well, when me and you did, like, a group FaceTime, I seen your assistant been on point. The assistant that you got been on point with the behind the scenes and just helping you work out everything and just organizing stuff. How did y'all meet up? How did that collab connect? Because sometimes people have challenges yeah. with doing it. Shout out Jules again, man. <laughs> Three rules that you originally, I'm going to let you know. Um, the first one, what was the first one, CD? Anything for a shot. Anything. We'll jump off a plane for a shot. Rule number two. Wherever Richlands goes, Jules goes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And in rule number three is be phenomenal, be forgotten. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. she is a vital point in the business. You know what I'm saying? She's been there since day one. I met her at film school. Mm. And not she really believes in my dream, like, beyond measures as a friend. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that shit is, that shit be moving me, bro. That's pure. Because you can't find no people like that. It's hard to find you a team that's going to hold you down. Because yeah. I could tell you, my girl Trees, my girl Jazz, Daniel, T. Grizzly, and Anthony that just left, they came with me to do this, to help me build this. Oh. I thought, like, yeah, at one point I thought I was alone with this shit because I wasn't getting... I guess I was expecting more from people than what they give, what they gave me yeah. whenever I said I was starting. And then it's it's really, like, hard to really, like, grasp your mind that somebody like her will give up. Well, they even say give up, like, mm -hmm. not want the big goal, but help you to push to that. That's, right. that's hard for a person to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when people do that, son, you respect them, you go to all the way with them. Exactly. All the way. And then, like, I was saying that, most of your videos, you always go back home, bro. Like, yeah. a lot of people do not go back home. They just gonna forget where they came from and move. The fact that after this, tomorrow you going back home. So, what do you do for your people back at home? Are you motivating them to chase their dreams? Are you motivating them to get with you? Like, how are you leveling up Monroe? Uh, I'm definitely, you know what I'm saying, trying to present the opportunity to the artists that want it the most. And that's also something that I'm very picky at. Like, you can have all the bread in the world, but once you understand my vision and it's not about money, you know what I'm saying, we can work. Mm -hmm. You can have the biggest budget ever, but like if you ain't locked in with the dream or you just trying to do this for a diss, that's not what we got going over here. We're really trying to bring your vision to life and let people see who you are as an artist. All right. Now, I told you I was going to ask you a question that you wasn't going to be ready for. Look at him, he's a little nervous. So, I heard through the grapevine. Yeah. You trying to change stuff around. Okay, yeah. It's always and y'all removing some stuff, even songs I like y'all. Yeah. Into a different type of direction. So, can I get a little throw on one on that? Or... Oh, man. <laughs> or, you know. He got me speaking on my artist. That's crazy. <laughs> Come on, son, look. I'm finna, I'm gonna be an A&R soon too. I said it on your on your on your podcast first. I'm being A&R soon, but um, back to what I said. Some perception is key, bro. Like you really gotta 
grasp that concept. And once you do, you can you can go and be anything. I was just explaining to my homeboys, mm-hmm. if you pull up to a spot, you know what I'm saying, with regular tennis shoes on and this and this and that, and you talking about buying a Tesla, they're going to look at you crazy. They gonna look at you and they gonna treat you crazy if you if you show up with some Christian Louboutins, a Gucci shirt on, and then something else you could have just rented it and take it back. They're ready to sell you a car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the trick that I do is I sell I sell my artists those dreams. Mm-hmm. But how I'm different from everyone else, I fulfill those dreams. Mm-hmm. I give you that vision. I go hard for you. It ain't about the money. If the vision's complete, we good. Right. So. But with that, son, we got a new artist. You know what I'm saying? He got to he got to get redeveloped though. He, uh, What's his name? Now how you go? Look, <laughs> she got me speaking. <laughs> but it's on the podcast though. It's only with me and you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you giving juicy little information. Yeah. To my first so, podcast. Look, I can't tell you the artist because I want you. I want to just blossom. We're gonna see it as it happens. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. So the artist, a certain artist that I shoot with a lot. I'm finna take all his videos down, and what we're gonna do is he's gonna recreate his image. So, in my opinion, he's one of the dopest artists that I work with. But without an image or without a reputation in the city, son, you only mm-hmm. go so far. So, I had seen, um, like, on your Twitter and Instagram, or maybe it's just Instagram, mm-hmm. you say free Gusto. So, yeah. what's going on with Gusto? Gusto, I'm gonna be coming out soon. Because his. Actually, like his music, actually, he has a reasoning behind this stuff. And he started, like we said earlier, he started from scratch with you. And I like the way you still motivating your artists and you still keeping his name on the um, on the thing. On the rise. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gus. I just talked to Gus earlier today, man. He coming home soon. Hey, Gus, I'll free you. I, I know about you. Free Gus. <laughs> but um, son, the chemistry we got just, it's just like. It's unlike explainable. Mm-hmm. We just hit our first 10K uh, last week, and we just hit our second 10K yesterday. I seen it. Come on, we hitting these 10Ks. Yes. But son, this is you know what I'm saying. He got that vision. He trusts me. He know we like. Mm-hmm. And when you first when you first started with your stuff, what equipment that you had for like people that's trying to be in your same shoes? Like, yeah. what did you first start off with? What was like your little budget or whatever? Because yeah. I had a budget with mine, so I know you had a budget with yours. My first camera was like two hundred dollars. I had a Canon T six Rebel, mm. like two fifty. Mm-hmm. I got it. But um, I would say to anybody that wants to go out there and do what y'all want to do, it's it's cool to be the boss, but it's cool to work a role also. So like. If you want to just be a cameraman, folk, it's okay for you to work the fuck out that camera if you want to be a cameraman. But if you want to be a director and handle this big shit and hold a whole corporation, man, by all means, do it. But don't just try to do it to be the man. Like, do what you want to do because you love to do what you like to do. Right. That's, like, something that I could take away. As, this is my second business. My first business, I used to fix phones in Baton Rouge. I had a phone shop in Baton Rouge. Oh, but I did it for the money. You know what I'm saying? I was doing every athlete you on campus. Was. I was risk screening. It was. That was you! I went to Southern University, y'all, and Chris, our friend, he used to get his phone fixed all the time, and he used to say, oh, my boy know how to do it, and I'd be like, how much he charged? And then he would tell me, I'd be like, what's his name? It was you. Hot diggity dog. Come on. I I ain't had a job for five years. (laughs) Bro. Come on. You really creative though. That's why I made this podcast though, so people can listen to our entrepreneurship, so they can know yeah. how to level up, or they could just understand 
they're not the only ones going through struggles. Yeah. Cause just because you're traveling, you still got stuff going on back at home, back in Cali. You just trying to make it. So like, yeah. what's some some tips and whatnot that you can give people um, that are trying to get to your level? Uh, shout out DMX. Um, don't yeah. go against the grain. And mm -hmm. I I watched uh, one of his videos he posted the other day. He was like, um, damn. He said. Like, expect for people to be the people that they are. Yeah. Don't like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm -hmm. don't expect yeah. them, like, play them like that. Don't expect them different. And that shit will take you so far. And then don't like, don't think you got to be like everybody. It's, it's cool. Like, my last job I had was, like, four or five years ago. I was working at this plant. I had got five, I think, being late or something. I had enough points. But I got in the car with my homegirl. Man, I was about to boohoo. I was just like, fuck, I'm tired of, like, you know, switching job to job. She was like, hey, see, a job ain't for you. I said, what the fuck you mean? You broke the rest of my life? <laughs> she was like, no, no, like a job just ain't for you. You ain't for working for people. But mm -hmm. I think you can build some of your own. Mm -hmm. I never worked a job again. That shit. That was 2016. 20, I never went back to work again. I said, fuck it. And yeah, because you've been moving around like a lot of life. So how is it in California different from Monroe? Like work-wise, like when working with people? Perception, like at home, everybody don't think you shit. They think you just like the other man. You know what I'm saying people hold you to higher standards out there, but respectfully, like they put you on pedestals respectfully. Mm -hmm. The respect you got going, everybody wants to build. Everybody want to make it out there. Mm -hmm. Why they at home want to make it? Not to just, just blankly say it like that, but they don't be wanting that shit bad enough. They don't, and it's just like. So, do you feel like most of the artists that you have, with you becoming the AR, are you trying to? Move them to Cali, or are you just working back and forth until yeah? Do time. Um, honestly, uh, I plan on signing like two artists in the next year, and my plan is to just really go through trial and error by those two artists and put them in artist development and bring them out there to LA and get it get it popping. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing in Monroe. Like yeah. I'm tired of shooting videos in yeah. Monroe. It's like it's nothing in Monroe. Nothing good in Monroe. I'm sorry. I know that's what I think people really don't understand that like just having like a side conversation like Louisiana is fun and all but like when it comes down to like actually working and connecting and just getting yourself out there it is hard. The only thing that you have in Louisiana is a plant job <laughs> what else um, starting like Circuit, little own and it's just like when you travel outside and just go to different states they give you more opportunity than what you're getting back at home. And I yeah. think that's just for anybody in any other and state. And then y'all been this, been here this whole time, y'all whole life, fighting all these credentials, go there with no fucking credentials. And exactly. Just do what you got to do. And then, we, and then Louisiana is like in debt, like big time, big time. And it's just like people don't understand. They just see the fun is New Orleans yeah. now. Yeah, ain't no hot market in it. You're going to just live in it and I'm sorry, but that ain't it. You got to do something different. Yeah, do, do you um do you feel like you're going to do like some charity work or teach classes? Yeah. Um I got two projects coming up. Um one is I've been working on starting a uh a, a, a videography class in my high school. So I've been talking to the school board about that and they're going to fund it. I got to get my degree in, de in December 1st. Okay. Um shout out my dog Chris Grant. Um, he's where I do this. Uh, he had died in Afghanistan back in uh, 2015. And uh, I donated a bench to my high school back, like, what, three years ago. And I'm planning on making a statue now in front of the city. 
So now I feel like I'm adding it up. Your high school basically made your name for you. They made Rich Lens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. you know how some people, they be like, oh, I started in elementary or middle school. <laughs> but like, yeah, high school is a different thing. And yeah. it's a different mindset. And, and honestly, like, not to like, downplay my mom's, but like, mm -hmm. other than family, I wasn't really around friends. She didn't let me have none of that. So the mm -hmm. only real friend I had when I was at school. You missed it. At home, I wasn't yeah. seeing nobody. I was watching TV, doing what I had to do. Come back and now I see what people. What I said. I don't see people huh? when I'm at home. If you have what? Siblings. Oh, do you have siblings? I have siblings, yeah. I got a big brother and three little, three little brothers. Two little brothers. It's four of us, and I'm the next oldest. Oh, yeah. So you got a, you got a little high little standard. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. My, then my brother was a pharmacist and the big brother, he oh. all the nerd and shit, and I'm coming around fucking up behind him and shit. Right. It didn't work out too well. Nah, yeah. but I'm the oldest, shoot, and I'm starting this stuff up. So it's Come, okay. Look, you, you, look, your big brother just read a whole fucking Harry Potter book, and now your mom wants you to. Yeah, nah, I feel like, nah, because my mom and my brother the same way, they read books and everything, I'm into music like crazy, and you know that personally, just knowing... How I am with Chris and all of them. We keep yeah. talking about this man. When you gonna do your interview, Chris? That's what you need to learn about. Okay. What? But I'm so happy that you came. It really like you don't know. Like you calling me at the last minute and letting me know that you wanted to do this with me and just bringing this as a stepping stone to you. It's big for me, and I don't think a lot of people gonna understand that until they actually sit with me and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Cause you was comfortable enough to be like, man, okay, I'll tell you this a little bit, but I'm gonna still keep it a little secret. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I gotta come back. I gotta always come back with more news. Nah, you, you locked in. This is my first interview. Her first podcast, I'm just gonna keep coming back. You got me locked in. No, you gotta come back in the summertime because I know the summertime you're gonna, gonna be hot. hot. <laughs> it's gonna be hot this summer. Okay. On four now, it's gonna be hot this summer. You hear me? Look. You know, it's gonna be a little sparser. You son, know it's gonna hey, be, son, I'm telling you, like. Hey, so you gonna, um, yeah. you gonna do a little video with me and my friends? You know what I mean? Kind of video. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Make sure it's a, a good song, not no bad song. Or, so it ain't child song. <laughs> we clout but um, I don't mind if it's like even acting. I think I know how to act. I'm your superwoman. I'm shoot. I'm working on shooting my first short film though. We're working on that too. I wanna be on it. You gonna be in it? Yeah. I need a writer. That's what I've been like. Needing. I got a writer for you. I need a writer. I'm for real. For real. I need that. That's what I've been trying to get them for the longest. Because if you start a show, that's going to be big. Yeah. Because you should do it like, uh, start off like on Instagram or whatever, and that's how you get it popping. On a little one minute video, mm -hmm. since you keep them shits going. Because mm -hmm. that's how all these um, Instagram people. So, what movie that was with Cat Williams when he was in that bitch, when he was in jail, talking about they make my kids? The uh, I'm finna, oh, man. I'm finna reenact that scene in like a month or two. I'm going to be Cat Williams. So. <laughs> Rich, you gonna let your hair grow out? No, I'm gonna, or you gonna, gonna put a wig on? He gonna do a frontal. Oh my god! That one right there, just because you name him, baby, <laughs> don't mean he belong to that. Come on now. <laughs> so why was you on Love Castle thing one? The little scene that you I don't did? know, cause I was too much. It was a school project. Are you gonna and continue really to do um, like little short films like that? Cause yeah. I'm really upset that you did more 
music videos than little scenes because you can kind of get actors. On yeah, them. but those are like those are the hardest though because honestly, I'm not getting funded for it, so it all come out of my pocket, and it's actually a big mm-hmm. production to get put behind it. It's not just turning the camera on. You got yeah. lights, you got actors, mm-hmm. designers. And- so what? Oh, okay, so when you talking about that, what's more cheaper or reasonable, music videos or movies or shows? Which one I prefer? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I ain't did a show yet. Mm-hmm. But I know you had to do a little skit, like just yeah. behind the scenes, personally. So I didn't work on the skit. Was. I didn't mm-hmm. work on the skit. Um. The most fun to do is definitely music videos. Mm-hmm. I, I love music. I'm just in tune with music. But uh, what I really want to do is a TV show. Mm-hmm. I've seen that you be using um, your drone. Yeah. And it, you've been using it like crazy in most of your videos. Yeah, my third one. So, like, how did you, like, it's kind of challenging for people to use the drone that don't even do videos on the daily or yeah. whatever you call it. But, like... Is it like a little challenge to use the draw? Or what? Why is it I so mean, much easier to use? It's my. Th- it's easier because it's my third one. It's the same one. The first one I flew in the trees. The second one is in Pacific Ocean. So I learned. Good. I learned, and they fifteen hundred a piece. So I learned my lesson. Yeah. You learned your lesson as the third one. The second one. I still got a third one. Oh, okay. We need to hold on to this strong. <laughs> I was on live too. He was just talking about it, just like an hour ago. He was like, yeah, when you going live with the wind? He said, why I disconnected? Boy, that thing went in the ocean, fool. <laughs> it was in the ocean. It's probably in a well mouth right now. <laughs> it was in the ocean. Dang. I still got the video. So are you still, like, active in the Army? Yeah, I got drilled this weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. I got drilled. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Look at the interview later. He did mention it earlier. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just said a friend was in the army. Uh-uh. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I went to Afghanistan. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He went with me. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Did you too? No. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I had to make sure. I was about to say on my knees, y'all, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Then said, no. Nah. <laughs> so then you're like, what you doing your um your downtime besides the videos and stuff? Who want to answer that? You know what I do in my downtime, 24-7. 2K. 2K. K. I'm a streamer. I be on Twitch and everything with the shit. Do you be betting money? Come on, Oh, Lord, man. Oh, my God. I just dropped 76 with PG the other day. They thought I was cheating. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He dead serious. He looked at the camera and was like, yeah, on me. He know what I'm talking about. 76. And I think the score was like 50 to 80. And I had 76 with PG. So, yeah. What the heck? So you got any other hobbies besides 2K? <laughs> <laughs> you ride a bike, look at the moon, you know? Wow. Other than my old lady and my dog, it would just, just be cool. Oh, my boy got a lady. Yeah. Y'all can't have him. Can't have him. You better shout out, baby, because you know she going to get on you. Come on, baby. You know I like you. <laughs> she in California with you. She in Yeah, Burrow. she in California with me. Dang, okay, I that's great. That a while back. Man, but I enjoyed our time. I enjoyed it too. This is the first, but not the last. Um, before we get ready to go, I like to make three points in all my shoots. All right. You ready? Yeah. First of all, I'd like to thank each and every last one of y'all for coming out here and making this shit possible. Second of all, there is no iron team, but there is a win. Today, work together as a team to get the win. 
third of office, shit ain't shot about rich. You know, shit ain't shot right. That's a wrap. <laughs> Let me tell y'all this though. This live ain't shot about rich. It's shot by key. <laughs> it's shot by Keon the Khalifa. On the, on the iPhone. On the iPhone. With Patrice. With Patrice. Putting it in. And I got a little camera on the back. Stop playing with mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But Rich gonna get produce tea. the next one. Mm-hmm. Get and take Greasy, <laughs> baby. Nah, 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 but we are out of here. This was the last interview with the best videographer in the world from Monroe, Louisiana. What's up, man? And we out of here. Where you go, boy? Hi. Huh? Welcome to Unseen Cut. It's your girl. Kiana Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> and I got my boy. Who you got? Who you got? Hmm? Tyreek Taylor. Tyreek Taylor in the building. Tyreek Taylor. Hey, you did know what it is? Right? You said it perfectly. Yes, she oh did. Oh, my God. Hmm? No. Yes, she did, huh? Yeah. This, is my, this is my first podcast, and I'm just so happy he came. Hey, we got to do it right. I told you. I told you we was going to do it you right, did. huh? All right, let's I get it, huh? I Tyreek. You kind of motivated me to do my own podcast. Don't lie to me. Why you no. say that? Why you say that, huh? You got some motivational shit on your album, bro. Oh, not the album, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. You know, I try, I try, man. I'm just glad to be here. Glad you have a beautiful studio space. And I'm ready to kick off episode one with a bang, man. Let's go. What questions you got for me? What are we doing today? Hmm? You know what I'm saying? What are we tell, doing today? Hmm? Tell the world about you. Well, again, my name is Tyreek Tell. 23 years old, born and raised here in Houston, Texas, Mo City, Texas, to be more specific. Rapper, lyricist, poet. Fashion guru, whatever. <laughs> Hooper. I mean, yeah. What what you want to do, bro? I do it all, man. That's just a little bit about me. I want to. That's a little bit about me, man. Let's mm-hmm. just like. Let me ask you this though, because a lot of people don't know this. Mm-hmm. So when I listen to your music, yeah, I think about. Um, you're not really a gospel category like type of person. Yeah. Cause you got you know you got your lovey dovey music when you know, approaching the girl. Chill out, chill out, chill and out. then. You got your, you know, inspiration where God helped you during Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Like self-reflection. Mm. I am the man. Mm. Magnum. Opus. Opus. So you listen, huh? Yeah, she listen. Magnum Opus. Magnum I ain't gonna Opus. lie. I should attend to that hoe. Oh, yeah. I should attend. Thank you. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, no. So, like, what would you categorize yourself? Man, I, I, I would... Because people ask me that all the time. So, I just say I'm a lyricist. Like you said, because... I'm not just strictly, you know, churchy, 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 because I do sin as well. So mm-hmm. I do, I do mess up like everybody. But at the same time, I'm not rapping about junk. So I'm just a lyricist, like you said. I do have my my lovey dovey songs, my rushes that I just put out, mm-hmm. you know, the one stuff like that. And then I do have my more self reflection songs, like self reflection mm-hmm. or why am I alive? So I, I like to, if you have to compare me to anybody, I'm more of on that J Cole. Kendrick Lamar oh, yeah. type yeah, of type my, of flow. That's man. my type yeah, of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. But like you really like bring a vibe to people where Thank you. you can motivate people and you can just be yourself around you. Absolutely. And I like the fact that in your music too, you're very outspoken. Yeah. And you really talk about this man talks about his parents getting divorced, mm, yeah. him going through depression. Mm-hmm. And then like one of the main things is good about if y'all listen to Plan B, mm. he never had a Plan B. No, sir. It's always been music. Absolutely. So, like, tell me, like, what's your struggles 
with that. Man, the struggle is just trying to get heard. As you know, everybody in a mama rap right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we in a room full of people. I bet three of us rap right now. You know what I mean? So it's just hard. It's oversaturated. Um, music now is microwave. So it's like somebody can get a hit right there, and you will never hear from them ever again. Mm-hmm. So the type of music that I try to put out, I try to put out the classic music. Now, with classic music, it you will get your bass but it's a little harder trying to climb that music ladder if it's not nothing microwavable like that. So the hardest part about music is just the oversaturation, just trying to get heard. When there's a billion rappers, what makes you different? So that's the hardest part about the whole thing, for sure, for sure, for sure. Wow, that's that's crazy, man. It's crazy, it's crazy. It's just, you know, we was talking during the time off the live, so it's just like we already been connected, but we just going to let them know <laughs> yeah. a little bit more. Uh-huh. So like... You know, we was talking about men and women mm. and men being the breadwinner. Mm. Oh, we, so, doing, we doing this, huh? Let yeah, me so, crack my neck. Okay. So let's mm-hmm. uh, kind of tell the world your opinion about if your woman was to make more money than you. Now, first of all, baby, you know I love you. Let's just, <laughs> you feel me? Let's go. I'm going to look at this camera and this one. Baby, I love you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. But, like, like we said... That on a little behind the scenes, I, Tyreek, would not feel comfortable if my lady was the breadwinner. I don't know. Call me insecure. Call me whatever you want to call me. But I feel like I want to be the provider, the breadwinner. Now, I'm not saying she can't work or she can't have a job. But just, you know what I mean? Just let me, let me, let me make a little bit more than you. Just a little bit, huh? Just so I don't, because it, it does, it does, it is an ego thing. Tyreek will admit. But... I just want to be the provider, the breadwinner. So, baby, I'm going to marry you, but you know what I mean? You cannot make more than me. I'm sorry, baby. Love you, though. Love you, baby, huh? And then, like, back to the music. So, like, when, when is the best time for you to, like, be creative in your writing? Ooh, that's a great question. My prime hours, for real, mm-hmm. is between, like, midnight and, like, 3 a.m. When I'm literally not doing anything. Uh, when it's just me and my thoughts, me and some beats, I can really get in my creative mode. Because early uh, early in the day, I'm tired. I just woke up. I'm really not trying to rap. Mm-hmm. And then uh, throughout the day, I got stuff to do. It's still real life. So my only time for Tyreek time is between like that midnight to three. And that's when I can just let everything flow. Whatever I feel... Whatever beat comes on, that's the emotion I tap into and just let it flow. But 12 to 3, that's game time for me as far as writing go. Absolutely. So how come how come you're so, like, openly with your music? Because you know how some people be capping in their rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they be just, you know, just yeah. faking it till they make it. Yeah. But you keep it pure yeah. and genuine. Absolutely. So like, well, I, I like to keep it real because I feel like now with the social media age, I feel like everybody can see through cap a lot easier because I mean you can see rappers who say they did this they banged and did that and then you can look at their pictures or you can just look at their life and be like bro you're capping bro you went to a private school like you can you can just kind of tell so I just like to keep it real and that fans can well I don't want to say fans but people can connect with that better with the real you if they like you they'll stick around if they don't like you they'll find the next rapper but I just want to find my target audience that I know likes to keep it real like soulful music um, likes music that will encourage, inspire, and just just tell them about my real life. So there's no cap in Tyreek rap. I always keep it real, man. And we got something in common. What we got, huh? So hmm? 
we were the kids that stayed inside <laughs> and never really went outside. Where yeah. they used to be like, oh, you went to that party or you went to the skating ring? And you'd be Man, like, nah, no, I ain't going. Yeah, no. Either you was babysitting <laughs> or you was just... You were just at home looking yeah. out the window looking sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, are you still that type of person now since you're older? Because I'm older and I'm a little bit active. You, you, you know, get I active like now? Yeah. I like to be out there. Yeah. I like to, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. do my thing. But I still like my at home. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Tyreek is exactly the same. Now, my girl, she like to, well, let me not say exactly the same. I like to go out. Mm-hmm. But my type of go out is to the beach, the park. A nice little vibe lounge with some jazz. I'm old, so I like if I go out, I want to feel like I'm protected. I don't want to go right. out where I'm like, oh, is it gonna pop off anytime soon? Right. I'm not one of those. So as far as like, um, like clubs, anything like that, mm-hmm. I don't really go out like that. As far as to that, that's not my vibe. Mm-hmm. But if we just talking about a nice chill vibe, where I know we can just vibe, chill, look at nice scenery, get a little food, a little wine, whatever you want to do, that's me. But uh, yeah, ninety percent of the time. Tyreek's at home writing, uh, just chilling. Oh, so I could beat you in bowling. I didn't say that. Didn't say you can touch me in bowling. You can't touch me in bowling. T, no, you can't touch me in bowling behind the camera. You can't touch Tyreek in bowling. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to lie to you. All these people know I'm here. It strikes all day. Hmm? Hmm? That sounds like a little challenge. Oh, it's whatever you want to call it. It sounds like a dub to me. So <laughs> it whatever you like want to call it. Sounds like a win for key. Ah, uh, nah. <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's a little challenge. Okay. Got. I mean, it's whatever. You know, what but, you know, since this time, it's been a lot of challenges going on. That's true. During the COVID change, so mm-hmm. how did it help you musically and mentally? Man, well, one thing about COVID for sure. It forces you to do something because literally when COVID first started, um, man, it was it was just nothing but eating COVID weight. You just being lazy. And then COVID really you have to learn yourself. Now you have to be like, man, what do I like to do? Because now you're not forced to go talk to people. Mm-hmm. You're not forced to go to a job unless you're an essential worker. Thank you for you. But if you wasn't essential, you were just at home twiddling your thumb. So it really made me tap in creatively because I literally had to spend time with me so I had to spend time dang I had to reflect on you know my growing up I had to reflect on dang I want to be like this in the future so you just have to wrestle with your thoughts so it just made me really lock in creatively that's the only thing that I'm really grateful for COVID about I'm not grateful about nothing else that got going on but as far as that it just really helped you it helped a lot of people that I know grow as a person because you had to really learn who you were mm-hmm. absolutely and like one of your top songs on your last album is "Lonely." Ah, he's <laughs> not lonely anymore. I'm not lonely, huh? Hold up, let me. Mm, you see the home screen? Zoom in on that. Get a nice clip. That's my little baby right there, huh? Make sure you get that, huh? Or you want to see on IG, huh? I'm taking. Don't talk. Don't talk to me. You hear me? <laughs> but not here today. So how did you approach your girl? Cause you were talking all the small talking lonely. He said, "I looked at me. You looked at you. Uh, you smile and you were cute." Hey, you gotta chill out. That's a nice bar. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. That was a bar I put up there. I ain't gonna lie. Steal that one, but I, you know I don't approach. You can't steal it. We got it on camera, so they know you stole mm-hmm. it. So, uh, but I know. T, I really do this, man. She can't steal it from me, man. But, uh, yeah, no, I love Lonely. But as far as this relationship go, um, this one, it was COVID. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this new single, Rush. Go stream that on all platforms. Tyree Taylor Rush on YouTube. I talk about it exactly. But long story short, since it was COVID, we're inside. 
Tariq downloaded a day nap. I ain't gonna lie to you. I downloaded a day nap. I'm gonna keep it a bean, a buck, one thousand with you. I downloaded a day nap. You don't have to feel alone because I've been at that point. Thank where, God. Mm-mm. Thank God. So it ain't know, embarrassing. All right, good. I was kind of mm-hmm. shot of shit on camera, <laughs> but I downloaded a day nap. I Which was, one? <laughs> man, that's crazy. Uh, it's called it's called Hinge. I ain't gonna lie. Hinge. That's the. I ain't gonna lie. To, Hinge. Sponsor me. It's called Hinge. H I N G E. I just got on that one too. So Did you for real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you liking it? She's not liking it. Uh-uh. I can tell she's absolutely mm-hmm. not liking it. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna meet my king in person. But since you met you, you might. You might. Know, you might. Go ahead and say how you met your queen. Well, look. So I downloaded Hinge. Right. I was on that bad boy for about a day or two. Swiping left. Swiping right. Swiping left. Swiping right. I met a few. Chicks, but they was dry. Dry. <laughs> then one day, literally, I promise you, and I tell her this all the time, I was about to delete the app. No cap, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, but it's the last time. I'm tired. Of, I'm wasting my time swiping left, swiping right. Mm-hmm. I saw, oh, man, I saw this. I saw this little guy. I saw this girl on there. She kind of made me blink twice. I said, whoa, who is this? Swipe right. The rest was history, man. We was talking. She was the only one who know how to hold, who know how to, uh, hold a conversation. Funny. Sweet, she laughed at my jokes, so I was like, I'm funny with her, so I already know. <laughs> so, you know, I got to text message her a little bit, set up a little date. Man, we've been on ever since. But COVID, you know what? That's the second thing I'm grateful for COVID about. You know, I'm tri- I'm tripping. That's the second thing I'm grateful for. I met my doggone girlfriend, bro. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Hinge, bro. It's going to work out for you. Just give it another night or two and then delete the app. But yeah. it worked no, out for no. me. You know what I'm saying? It's, I ain't even gonna bullshit you. What? What's up? It was a lot of Caucasian men. I ain't gonna lie. There, I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Wait, I'm wait, like, but but this the thing though. Their personalities were cool though. Man, mm-hmm. forget personality. You gotta look. I mean, if, I love personality, but you wanna you wanna be attracted exactly. to the person. Okay. Feel me? So, Let's but here's the thing. Hinge has a filter on there. Literally, that mug would say Caucasian, Black, Asian. You know what? I ch- I checked the black button. And all I saw was black queens on my stuff, bro. Okay. So you have, I'll show, I've been, baby, I've been on Hinge since I met you, but I'll show you how to filter work, put the little black African American. Yeah, because I need, yeah, because you're going to get a lot of. How they say, you are my African queen. <laughs> Bring it closer. Bring it a little closer, huh? Thank you for my audio, man. Shout out I to my man. Uh, <laughs> no, for real though. But like before you met her though, yeah, yeah, yeah. I classify you as one of the good guys. You know uh, what I'm saying? Why you put quotes around it? What you trying to say? I'm a, I'm a bad guy. I, see I don't one, know. Two, you know five. what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm a good guy, man. Like, you wear that hoodie at night? You do got chilling. a hoodie on. So I do I got a hoodie. Know. I be chilling though. I really be. Chilling. I know you got to watch your back because you're not just anybody. I ain't gonna lie, girl. I got to Come on, man. That's just, <laughs> don't, make me, don't make hey, don't make me start. Don't make me start rapping on this. <laughs> but before you met your girl though, Yo. please tell people like the downfalls you had in past relationships mm. with your music mm. and with yourself. Mm. All right, let me take it a step at a time. Cause you hit me, yeah, you hit me, you you hit me with a trifecta, bro. So no. I'm gonna take this. So you said the first one was uh, old relationships, right? Or well, let's just organize that. Okay. Let's talk about the music first. Okay. So so what was some some downfalls, some troubles? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for sure um, when I listen to my old tracks, the mugs is trash. Only because uh, I was I wasn't really opening up. Mm-hmm. So the only 
I really, really, really became vulnerable during Magnum Opus, that whole album. That's when I really let people in, in my world. I know my old stuff, I was just trying to chase a sound. I was trying to do ad-libs like Migos. I'm trying to rap like Drake. I was trying to do a little Uzi. I mean, I was just trying to find a lane. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, bro, well, they popping because they're them, bro. I mean, nobody's going to be a Uzi, mm-hmm. diamond on the forehead. Nobody else going to be a Migo. Nobody else is going to be a Drake. Mm-hmm. But nobody else can be a Tyreek, bro. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go ahead and tap into me. And um, ever since that, I've been seeing a lot more success as far as music go. Um, people sticking with me longer or mm-hmm. sticking when they hear a song because they're like, oh, he kept it real, bro. And he, he can rap as well. Mm-hmm. So my past uh, downfall was just me not being me. Mm-hmm. That was that was the past downfall. What was your next question, man? It was relationship, you know, in the past. Ah, <laughs> now the thing about Tyreek is Tyreek is picky, bro. So with me, I talked to I. I don't want to sound like no player, bro. But I talk. I talked to when I was talking to females, right? Mm-hmm. I would get turned off so quick from whatever, and if I got turned off, I'm yeah. like, you know what? I can't even see myself with you because if you did something on like mm-hmm. say something on like move funny, I'm like. Mm. I probably don't want to be with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. in the past, it was it was a lot of that. Um, also in the past, <laughs> it was a lot of me getting curved. I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't just a hundred percent. So if I shot, I had a lot of bricks. I ain't Let gonna me lie to you. Let tell y'all a fun back, um, a fun fact about Tyreek. <laughs> What's up? I used to go to church with him uh, he before he had closer. the long dreads and the beard. <laughs> he didn't have nada. I ain't have no bird. He didn't have no dreads. I didn't. He just had the little beady bees. <laughs> And he'll just cheese in your face and be like, hey, how you doing? Hey, you got to relax. Because this is all they know. So this is all they need to see, bro. But yes, before the dreads, before the beard, man, nobody was looking at me, bro. But when I got the dreads, when they heard a flow, when they saw the beard, and I got three things for COVID. I grew a beard, bro. I grew a thicker, bro. Shout out to COVID. Three things from COVID I really appreciate, bro. Grew a little beard. It was game over from there. But, yeah, I I, I wasn't getting no looks back then. I ain't going to lie to you. But when I got them looks, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm so picky. Man, you can do one thing. It was game over. And uh, But, yeah, luckily, I found that one that I love, that I can tolerate, because she got to tolerate me, too. Yeah. So it's, it's beautiful. But back then, man, it was Garbage. It was the garbage back then. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> oh, and with some self reflections that you've done with yourself during this time, because you're at least rushed, you're in love, but what about the inner you? Are yeah. you genuinely happy with yourself? Do you feel like you need to do anything to uplift yourself or encourage yourself? Maybe some changes. That's good. Absolutely. Um, I'm 1000% uh, happy with me. Um, There's one thing about me. I'm going to love me some me. I'm going to always love Tyreek. Right. No matter what. If anything ever happens to me, God forbid, it's not because I did it to myself. Because mm-hmm. I love me. Right. But uh, absolutely, man. You always got to try to stay encouraged because every day is not a, a home run day. So every day is not just a, man, I feel great. Some days you do have that doubt because, like I said, oversaturation of music. Mm-hmm. And then as you start getting older, you know, nobody want to be that 40-year-old rapper or 30-year-old rapper. Like, hey, I'm t- hey listen to me because, no, we don't want, I don't want to listen to you, bro. So I know they're not trying to check out for me. So I always try to stay encouraged. And what encourages me is really just the belief in myself because I know 
I'm nice. I know I'm talented. I know I got a message. And I know when I do get in front of that audience, mm-hmm. they stick. So my thing is just not quitting because that one time, like like on Hinge, we can bring it back. Imagine if I deleted the app that night, I would not be with my woman now. So it's the same, it's the same in life. Like you don't that one night you quit could have been the night you took off. So I just gotta stay encouraged, um, stay mentally fit mm-hmm. because it gets tough. Um, mainly on the music side, but in life, I'm I'm great. I feel good. I'm happy with me, and that's important too. I'm glad you asked that because I do worry about people's mental health a lot. So that was an amazing question. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that was dope. How did you come up with television? Hey, you and people go like we talking about television. <laughs> that's what I thought for like a couple of days. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, oh, he said. Hey, I love it because when people listen to my music or they DM me or when they see me, that's literally the first thing they say because that's the tag. That's like when you hear Maybach music or you hear Lil Wayne's Lighter Flick. Everybody right. has a little catchy. So when I get on, you know it's me if you hear a television. But I really got that from uh my last name. My last name is Tell. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to play off my last name somehow. And I remember always when I was rapping, making music, anything like that, everybody would say, man, I can visually see that, bro. It's like watching the TV, bro. It's like I'm seeing. I said, hmm, is that like a television, huh? And then uh, I was like, well, shoot, last name tell. When people hear my music, they can literally see the story. I said, bro, I'm going to call this mug tell a vision because I tell I tell my story as well. Yeah. So television, man, it just all literally made sense. And me yelling television was an act. I don't even know how I came up with that. I just yelled it one day. I said, that sounds so goofy. That might work. And it's so goofy it works because people literally say, television. I think you need me to be on that. Yeah, you got to get me on one of the songs. Get one of them. I'm going to be like, mama. (laughs) Get a little. Get a little ad lib. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put you in. That was kind of hard. I know, I know. A little remix on that. I'm gonna have to. Hey, I'm gonna have to put you like, on. You really do be telling your vision. I ain't gonna lie. I do. Thank you. Appreciate like, that. I, see, I'm telling on myself right now. Go ahead and snitch on yourself. What you doing? You know what I'm saying? I listen to your stuff when I'm on my job. Mm, I like that. Cause you give me motivation mm-hmm. to deliver whatever I need to do. Absolutely. Lord, Absolutely. Every time I wake up, I be like. I'm gonna just listen to I am the man, but I am a one man. I am the one. Hey, but I am the man. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, in yeah. This song. Yeah. Yeah. Because you already know, you just lift. I gotta me lift up. up the spirit. Okay. Man. I gotta lift up. So, the... like, what's your um, what's your future plans? Do you have people that want to work with you, or are you just really on your own stuff? Absolutely. Uh, I have people who do want to work with me, but they they're not the right people. So the people that want to work with me. Just need to develop their craft a little bit more. Need to stay in the studio. Now why do you feel like they're not fit for you, though? Because they're not good. I ain't going to lie to you. They're just not up to par. There's okay. a, Now, you know, because we, like you said, we both went to Windsor. Mm-hmm. So one thing about Windsor, as far as choir or music go, mm-hmm. if you are not up there, if you, if you don't have, they have a standard. So if you're below their standard, they will yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. not work with you. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I learned for sure because everybody in Windsor for the most part is nice. Whether they sing, uh, instruments, rap, dance, everybody is nice. So I do that with me. So if somebody say, let's work, like when I was hearing my man's music, um, usually with producers, I got a fake bob, fake smile. Yeah, just so you don't hurt because us artists, we're sensitive with our, with our crap. Mm-hmm. So I just be like, hey, man, keep working. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's the thing. But... Um, like, my man is somebody I work with for real. Mm-hmm. But um, other artists, 
It depends, man. It's not like Drake is hitting me up or dog um, one of these artists like that. Even if it's not Drake, if you just have that standard that I'm looking for, mm-hmm. we'll work. But yeah, until I find that standard, it's gonna be Tyreek featuring Tyreek for so a do minute. You have a, um, do you have a problem with um, people cussing in their music? No, if not they want to be featured with you. Not, not, not. If it's my song, if it's Tyreek featuring the artist, you cannot cuss. Absolutely not. No, not for me. But if it's artist featuring Tyreek. That's your song. You can do whatever you want on your song. Yeah. Just know you're not about to out-rap me, though. I can tell you that right now. You're not about to out-bar me. But you can have what you want. But for me, like I said, it goes back to the standard. Mm-hmm. My standard is, hey, let's expand your vocab. What, what, instead of saying that, what can you put right there that we can still know what you're talking about? So yeah. Tyreek featuring artists, you can't cuss. Artists featuring Tyreek. You can do whatever. Do what you, you want to do, but okay. I will out rap you. So and I love you. And you do it and you do it without cussing. <laughs> yeah. That is a challenge yeah. for a lot of people. Cause it they'll is. be like, yo, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. Yeah. you're not cussing and then just motivating other people besides people that are Christian or whatever yeah. and they just listen to regular music. Absolutely. Like, how do you do it? Well, it's <laughs> it's challenging for some. But it's easy for me because in my house, you couldn't even say dang. If you said dang, oh, that's close. That's too close. Damn, you can't say that. So it's like, oh, my goodness. So you couldn't say nothing, really. So it came natural for me because I couldn't even say it. Now, does Tyreek cuss? Absolutely. Off camera or somewhere else, I'm going, I'm Kirk. I'm going crazy sometimes <laughs> off camera. But in my music, that's just something that, first of all, I wasn't raised like that, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I want to hold a, a certain standard to say, hey, bro. I'm nice, and I'm not even saying what you're saying, bro. Because I've always, I always get people with they be like, but that was hard. They was like, wait, you ain't cuss. I'm like, no. Nah. They're like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, bro. I just, I just do it. So it's just something. and then it's more marketable too. So right. you know, if you hear it on the radio, it's not 50 bleeps in it. You can literally hear the whole song. Because I heard a song today, all I heard was instrumental because there was no words in there. So I was like, dang, to be hard though. Okay. But yeah, so it's better to reach more people. It's broader, and uh. It comes down to I wasn't even raised like that, so I can't even do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in one of your songs, you said your uncle had started you off with the music. Ah. Tell me how that visual. Dang, girl, you, who are you, Vlad? How you be knowing the game? Good stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, mean, I just make it do it. Vlad TV? TV? I do my yeah, job. bro. All right, so she listened, she listened to the music. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, so, yeah, my everybody on my dad's side of the family literally plays an instrument. Right. So my dad plays the trumpet um, and the steel drum. His younger brother plays the piano, guitar, and bass. His older brother plays the saxophone, and his brother plays, I mean his brother, and his uh, his dad plays the guitar. Mm-hmm. So literally, me growing up, all I heard was music. So my uncle, uh, whenever we used to spend a night over our grandparents' house when he was living there, we used to always be in his room, whether it was playing games or whatnot. But he made beats, too. And that boy is bad. I'm talking about bad with the track. So he literally uh, crafted like my sound because his sound was always soulful. Mm-hmm. He always had the soulful samples that you're from like Drake. Tell he, me that producer's name. <laughs> he passed away, man. He uh, made the best beats. Who, 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 he, he passed away. He worked with Dwelle and all of them, man. You're talking about uh, not, uh, and he, he sampled a lot or no? Did he? No, he made his own. He um he died because they said he um had some type of disease. Shoot. I'm mad because I'm really thinking about him. Not, uh, not, uh, not Jay Dilla, huh? 
Was it Jay Dillon? Yeah, Jay Dillon. He was kind of like absolutely. I was I was thinking about. I was yeah. like, is it Jay Dillon? Jay Dillon. Man, that's crazy. You said that. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, but yeah, he is. He is very similar to Jay Dillon. Wow. But uh, that boy, that boy there is crazy. So he he crafted my whole sound with, like I said, the soul samples, mm-hmm. real instrumentation. This was before like 808s was really even anything. So this was uh, just, you had instruments. So that's what all of my, if you listen to like all of my songs, it's always like some type of sample, um, some type of piano melody, some type of music instrumentation because he crafted that sound. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he played a big role, a huge role in my uh and my musical influence to always try to keep some type of real, um, real instrument, real music, something that you can feel. Mm-hmm. I love 808, but it's nothing like a little some keys in the background, mm-hmm. or a little bass, that or live some music. live. Yeah. Ooh, make you go crazy. that must make your face yeah. stink like that. Zoom in on that face when you edit that right there. That's how I look, bro. But it's it's crazy, but it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just like, man, I was like, you probably gonna be blown away at all these questions I'm asking. Oh no, no, this okay. is this is I love the questions because I'm gonna answer all them bad boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, just so y'all can know, just in case they meet you and they be like, mm-hmm. I got this with your real dad. <laughs> yeah. The man says in his music, this is his stepdad, but he's been in his life his whole life, mm-hmm. and he changed him. Like, absolutely. This man, he get real. Absolutely. Real with it, where you can relate to him. So yeah, it's just like, is your dad still like a big major part in your life right now? One thousand percent. Yeah, man, girl, you listen to girl. Let me find out you really listen. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, my biological dad, dad, him and my mom didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so um, he was from Louisiana. So my mom came back here to Houston. And um, she ended up meeting my dad because my dad used to write gospel plays. So this was like before Tyler Perry was Tyler Perry. Okay. He used to write gospel plays. Um, and they went to TSU, my mom's uh, alma mater. They went to TSU for a play one one night. And they met. They linked up. And the rest was history from there. But I always tell my dad to this day, man, I ain't going to lie. You are a better man than me because I don't know. I'm speaking now. I don't know how yeah. I feel five years from now. But I know now. I don't know if I'd be able to to take a woman that has a three, I was three at the time, a three-year-old kid. I don't know. So I always applaud him for that. Mm-hmm. I love him so much for that because he taught me a lot. Not all good, but when you learn from the bad, it can be a good lesson in your life. Right. So, and then some men, like, they also, they like a challenge. So yeah. them having a kid, that's probably nothing to them. That's leveling him up to be a better man. Man, and let me tell you what's crazy. So my dad told me, few years ago and I didn't know that him and my mom knew this but he said bro you know what's crazy I said what he said um one night when I was on the phone with your mom and she called your name she said Tyreek um he told my mom that that was what he was gonna name his first son whenever he get it he was gonna name his first son Tyreek and he was like what you say and she said Tyreek and he just knew so it's just kind of crazy how everything like I said that I love you way better than man to me don't know how he did it man I love that man but yeah he played it he still plays I just saw him yesterday, so I, I always see him. So yeah, he still mm-hmm. plays a very huge part mm-hmm. in my life. Absolutely. So Absolutely. are you coming up with some new songs? So <laughs> I can memorize them, and who knows? Hey, good luck. I I was in the stew last week. I'm gonna be honest, oh, man. Okay, okay, I was in the I was good. in the stew last week, and uh, I might have a I might what have what they call a snippet on Monday or Tuesday. I don't know, man. A but snippet? I, I we call it a snippet just for a new sing. I don't know. I don't want to say too much on camera, but yeah, yeah I got oh. I got I got some bubbling up for y'all, man. So I mean I'm excited. <laughs> 
And I'm excited to give y'all this new single. Absolutely. But yeah, I do got some 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 more stuff for you for sure. And it's more about my background growing up. So I think more people will connect to it for sure. So it's, it's about to you get know, a little I real. Am. I'm gonna be the first to tell you. Yeah, 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 let me know, huh? You gotta let me know. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. Cause now I know that you really listen for. I thought you just like Tariq, I love your music. I'm like, oh, thanks. But you giving me lyrics? That's crazy. So yeah. I appreciate that. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for you to hear the new stuff. Absolutely. Uh, once I, like I told you, once I I hit this man up a month before I even like decided. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna get you on my podcast. And you know, most people that got the amount of followers that he has. Wouldn't even respond to you or they'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Like, cool, sure, yeah. But he was just like, cool, I'll be mm-hmm, He mm-hmm. wasn't expecting to be the first person on my podcast yeah. and everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got to do my thing. You fuck fizzle. Yeah, you fuck fizzle. I had to show Yeah. And it's just the fact that he was patient with me. Absolutely. Technical times that we Technical difficulties, huh? You know, but we're good now. Absolutely. And I just appreciate you coming. Thank you for having me. You know what I mean? Thank you, for, you, you said you said all oh, you said what's my social media? Yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. So follow me. You hear me? Hey, my fault. It sounded like we was wrapping tell, up. Tell the people what's your ad name. Well, shoot, if y'all follow me. Hey, look, follow me on IG at Tell Tyreek. That is T-E-L-L-T-Y-R-I-K. Follow me, Tell Tyreek. IG. New music. Man, I, I hear y'all follow me. I hear I heard it. I heard you fo- Is that a follow? That's why I love oh, y'all. You hear me? Oh, it's oh, a follow okay. on that. You follow me? Why my phone going off? Oh, you follow right there, me too? Right you okay. follow me? I see him. I, I think I see. You see him too? I thought I see him back there. I see him back there. What the my phone? Y'all That's follow it. me like that already? I don't know. Y'all quick, huh? They booming. Y'all quick with the follows, ain't you? Oh, this is just what they call a 10, man. I'm oh, a little 10. behind. All right, chill out. iPhone 10 is booming. Look, 10, you see how many cameras I got? One, two, three. So, I mean, if you got an Android, don't follow me. But if you got an iPhone, <laughs> hey, follow the man. Tell Tyree, bro. I'm here for and you. And y'all bro. tell Tyree he better come back again. I'm going to come back again. And enjoy this time. I'm going to enjoy it again. I'm going to get my whole little crew on here. Uh, don't jump me, please, because it's only me in here and I can't get jumped. So, please, <laughs> I will send the address out if anything happens to me. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Absolutely, being thank you. Here. I thank hug, you. you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you so much. Absolutely, thank you. Part two. We out. Coming up. Huh? In a few minutes. Enjoy yourself. Save it. Yeah. Fella. 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 Ow! We